God, what a way to start. Wow. Jet. Quiet, Jet. Cheers. Yep. All right. Okay. Ooh. I gotta let that one settle. Okay. Okay. Ooh, you ready? Yep. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Untitled Life Podcast. I'm your host, Jen, and here with me is my co-host, Bryce. Hello. And taking along with us is Jet, Kona, and Kane. Yeah, so we're currently babysitting all the dogs, and uh, that's been going wonderful, and Amy and Caleb are going to come home in a day or two. Yeah, I guess you should understand that we are not the ones that normally do this podcast. Nope. We have been guests before, but we have never uh, been the hosts. No. (laughs) Wow, Jet really has a lot to say today. How uncommon. (laughs) But we thought... Hey, why not try a podcast when they leave their speaker here? And if anything, this can just be for their own enjoyment. Yeah, and they're, they're too busy to record this week anyhow, so yeah. we figured we'd give it a try. Yeah, because they're in an undisclosed environment that I don't think we can say. I no. don't know if it's a surprise. we got to keep that private. Yeah, but I'm going to just give you a hint. Uh, they are doing a lot of hikes mm-hmm. and have done at least... 28 miles with 12,500 feet of elevation gain in one week. How monster is that? (laughs) Caleb went from not running to a 5K to now hiking almost 30 miles? What? Yeah, it's crazy. Jet, please let us do this podcast. It is about you, but, like, your voice is just a little sharp. Okay. Amy and Caleb know our pain more than anyone else. <laughs> I don't know how to keep him quiet during these. I feel like Jet hits this re- threshold at a certain time of day. Like, there's certain times of day where he's really good, and then all of a sudden there will just be this chaotic moment in his brain where he's like, I gotta tell everyone that I'm here. And apparently right now is the time. Yeah, or it's humping. Yeah, so... <laughs> Ho- hold on, before we get into that... Yeah. One of the things that they always do to start their podcast is they describe where they are, right? right. Yeah, all right. So we got to do that. So go ahead. Let's set the ambiance. So for the first hour of the show, you can describe the the ambiance. Okay, let me feel it out. All right. So we are in Colorado in the, what, place C, I think is what they think this place is. Yeah, for, for any of you that know place C and um, we are surrounded by beautiful mountains the sun is gonna probably be going over the mountain in a little bit mm-hmm. and also we hiked that mountain that's right we crushed it yesterday I'm gonna say the name of it but I know it is not how you pronounce it Shivano or Shnavo <laughs> those we- are two options <laughs> Um, it's a 14er, so we're pretty proud, and it's the longest and hardest hike I've ever done. I don't know, have you done one harder? Yeah, Bryce did really good. Um, I not have hiked a 14er that was harder. Okay, <laughs> was that was that the hardest hike you've ever done? No, I don't think it was. Okay, we're back. We had to shut the door because the wind decided to pick up, so apparently it's breezy here. That's also part of the... 
environment scene <laughs> and um and we quieted jet down by just shutting a door barrier <laughs> between him and the microphone i know that they do that normally it gets really hot in here for the podcast that's one of the things that yeah. they talk about and it's because i think all the doors are shut yeah but we're gonna have the back doors open so we have some natural light um and the wind is not blowing in that way so we're good all right so back to our 14er experience so Yes, we did hike. We're close to Mount Shivano or Shinabo. Mm-hmm. Uh, pick either one you want to go with. And then earlier this week, we actually hiked our first 14er, which was Mount Huron. Yeah. Which was Amy and Caleb's first 14er. Yeah, and they did it with us. Which is very well needed. I think we needed that. <laughs> yeah, and if you listen to the last podcast, uh, they were talking about their new truck purchase. And it was the truck that actually got us there. And it was a hell of a Jeep road. Yeah. I mean, we, we tested it out the night before, and Caleb and I were like kids with a new toy. We were smiling and driving through rivers and up rock things and all sorts of like big holes and divots that our vans would never make it across. But in this old Dodge Dakota, we were able to get through it, and it was really it was really fun. Honestly, each one was kind of a different strategy. Yeah, and this Dodge Dakota is Bryce approved. He loves this Dodge Dakota. Moving on. <laughs> Anyways, I do think the first 14er was harder, even though I think the trail in general was easier, but it was just because we were acclimating, and I actually had a stomach ache, so I had to go to the bathroom a lot, which is not fun on trail, but we made it work. And I had Amy to block my pee sights, so no one could see me <laughs> drop my pants. And, just... and I also got to pee on top of a mountain. That felt so free. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> and then we were, uh, we went from basically sea level to 14,000 feet elevation in three or four days. Yeah. And then a few days later, we did another one. So yeah. we're still, I think, trying to get through the uh, sea level to, I don't know, eight or 9,000 feet elevation. Yeah, the acclimation. Acclimation, yeah. Yeah. So, but that was, that was really exciting. I really think though the, sorry, I burped a little bit. Um, I really liked Shivano in the sense it was just like a nice physical challenge. Yeah, it was. Um, but I do think that Mount Huron was just a better day overall because it wasn't windy. Mm-hmm. Mount Shivano was like crazy wind at the top. Oh my god, it Holy was crap. so cold. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, I liked. I really liked both of them, but of course the first one was really great because we had Amy and Caleb with us, and mm. they made that hike go so much faster. And a lot more fun. And we had some tequila at the top. Yeah. Yo. I think maybe spiked a headache for me yeah. on the way down, <laughs> even though I took like two sips, but YOLO. Yo. That was a fun <laughs> way to celebrate a, uh, a finishing something challenge. Uh, that didn't make a lot of sense. No. Finishing a challenging endeavor. Yes. Yeah. So those were our excitements of endurance challenges of the week. Um, but now let's get into yeah. dog week. Okay. Um, Amy and Caleb, you don't know this, but I have been taking notes on our whole week. So let's get into it. Yeah. I want, I haven't seen these notes. Um, so I'm more like topics, you know, like just to yeah. remind myself of like what we went through and how fun this week was, by the way, this week has been the best week of my life. Oh my God! Really? Yeah. Wow! I'm glad I was there. <laughs> well, kind of, because 
Kind of. Well, yeah. I've been like sleeping in the. I've been taking care of Santiago, making sure the bed is warm, even though I sleep on top of your covers with my own blankets and pillows. So don't worry about it. I'm not under your sheets. Yeah, and we know where the condoms are. We haven't used them yet. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't fully um, acquainted ourselves with the van. But you have been living their life. You have yeah. you have both their dogs. Yeah, so I sleep. You live in their van. Yes. And you know pretty much everything that they do, and we've listened to almost every podcast. Yeah, so, so I feel like I've like made the ultimate tie-in to their life now. Yeah, you could, at this point in their life, steal one or both of their identities. Yeah, I think I could. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. All right. New my new mission in life. <laughs> but no, holy crap! My I got I got to take a sipper here because my throat's burning from that hit. We're we're currently <laughs> drinking the Casamigos that they bought us uh, for dog sitting, and it oh. tastes wonderful. Yes, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. It has eased our um, stress levels, mm-hmm. and has made this time excellent no we didn't need it anyways this time was gonna be excellent for me i'm just flying high literally (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so um so in the van i sleep in their van and kona sleeps with me and jet sleeps on the ground so i i wanted to make sure that kona and jet felt as comfortable as possible because if i were them and my mom and dad left and we were just with these strange people that you know have lived with them but they they don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I know they know yeah, yeah. us, but yeah, like, yeah. they didn't have that connection yet, you know? So I just wanted to make sure they that were as reliance. comfortable. Yeah. Like, as comfortable as possible. And, man, has that, like, I think flourished our relationship so much. Like, in the mornings, Kona gets so happy. Like, I, like I sit up in bed, and then Kona gives me kisses. And, oh. and then Jet's, like, wiggling down there. And, of course, starts barking. But I think they're happy barks. That's yeah, super so cute. That part's really fun. And I feel like I've... Oh my god, that hit was... Taken. I know, I know. My throat actually <laughs> dropped a few octaves. It's like... like a deep... Yeah. Like, Hell oh. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I don't know how they do this. They're so good at talking. Yeah, you just... You get used to it. My first note was, Kona is happier than I thought he was Yeah, okay, be. I thought that was going to be the first one you were going to touch on. Because, like, we both going in were like... Oh man, the golden child, Kona. He's gonna be just depressed. I've seen him in hotel rooms without them. He's just staring at the door, absolutely yeah. just waiting for any any amount of time to pass until Amy and Caleb come back. But he uh I mean, we're out here where he thrives, right? Like what he's been basically born and raised to do, and we're taking him on walks and And a run. And and run. He's came on a run with us. And he has just been He's been an all-star, honestly. I've gotten to know Kona so much more than I ever thought that I could because Kona was just, he's fairly standoffish, I would say. Yeah. And and kind of, like, uh, reserved. Mysterious. Yeah, he is miser- Yeah, he's mysterious. just, he's kind of around, but yeah. you don't really get to interact. And, and he's just been in our van, hanging out with us, wanting to play, and, like, I've been running out there and fighting him and grabbing him and all sorts, of, and he's just loved it. He's had so much yeah. fun. It's been great. I really feel like he looks at us in the eye now with, like, actual communication mm-hmm. and confidence and, like, 
like, I didn't actually feel his love. Not that I didn't feel his love before, <laughs> but, like, now I understand how he gives love more. And that's just been so rewarding. Yeah. I've just, like, flourished with Kona so much. And it's just, well, first of all, because I'm the meat lady. So, like, Kona follows me everywhere now. <laughs> um, so that's been, you know, fun manipulation there. And uh... <laughs> she's the meat lady because... Amy and Caleb are obviously vegans, if you listen to this podcast, oh, and yeah. <laughs> we we have dabbled in everything from veganism to uh, carnivore, so like two extremes, and right now we're, we're eating meat, and we give them, uh, we, we cook for our dog, which is a boxer named Kane, and uh, so we have all this meat for him, so then Jen gives the other dogs like big hunks of liver, and they, they absolutely love her. They're like, yeah. anytime Jen is in our van, they're basically thinking they might get liver. And Jet's barking. Kona is standing, like, waiting. and, and then Piercing eyes. Yeah, just staring at her. And then Kane is, like, out there, like, what's going on? I need to get in on this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and it's, I make it a mystery for them that sometimes I give them food. Usually it's always when I give Kane food, so yeah. they don't know that, though. But uh, that's been really fun to just build a bond with them and yeah and oh and then so we came back from the hike mm -hmm. um and we had jet and kona in their van and so when we came back and locked the door which is another subject <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's quite the process um and we let them out and or when we pulled up they were like barking and yelping like they do for Amy and Caleb. Uh -huh. And I came in here and let him out and then like got on the ground and Kona gave me the biggest hug and kiss. And that's when I was like, wow, I've made it in his world. Yeah. Like I didn't, I didn't have to prompt him. I just like got down on the ground and he just did it. And it's not just humping. It's also no, he, hugs and kisses. <laughs> he has also aggressively started humping me too, which yeah. is normally... For his parents. Yes, that that's reserved for Amy and Caleb. Yeah, so I feel like we've really been successful watching them because they've been so comfortable that they can, like, do those things with us mm -hmm. instead of just feeling like, oh, no, we got to, like, give you space and, and things. Now, I hope that keeps transcending when Amy and Caleb come back and yeah. we can still have this connection. Me too. I need to be the meat man. They start <laughs> bribing them. Yeah. Where's the beef? <laughs> But, yeah, so I think that's been really fun. We do miss Amy and Caleb a lot, though. Of course we do. It's that's actually what... been weird without them here. Yeah, well, we've been living in the, the shadow, like, of the family, where we had uh, Sarah, shout out Sarah, came out, and Banjo, and, you know, Santiago was here, and everyone's vans, and all the dogs, and then it's just like we had this void, where it felt like Amy and Caleb could just like come home from a walk at any yeah. minute and they're not here or come yeah. home from a town run and they're not here yeah and then you guys aren't here so yeah it's been it's, sad it's, it's been has, like yeah. lonely kind of even though it we've been has. like we've had company and we have the dogs mm -hmm. but it just kind of seems like quiet in a sense of like there's something missing yeah yeah so anyway that's come that, home yeah come that's home, been fun <laughs> it's been fun to experience too though yeah it has um so the other thing I wanted to touch on was okay. Let's since we mentioned it, yeah, the the locking system. Okay, so like <laughs> for their own privacy, don't go into too much detail. No, I'm not going to. But it is it is enough of a chore that especially when you're tired at five in the morning and trying to lock the van so that we could go on a hike, 
It's a lot of hoops to jump okay. through, right? First of all, I've got it down now. Okay. I understand. Well, I do need two people because I need you to verify that the doors are actually locked when I'm in here. Uh-huh. Um, but when I first did it and they, like, explained it to me, I was like, oh, yeah, this is totally fine. And then when I went to do it for the first time by, by myself, I was so lost. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why is this not locking anything? Yeah. And I went to, like, all the doors and did all the things, and I was, like, completely just forgot what they told me. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that stuff goes, right? But I got it now. Yeah. And I, I think I can lock it pretty efficiently. Good. So. We feel that, that the van is safe when we leave it. But due to those things, we were talking on one of our trips into town how their van, like we have so much appreciation now for their van because I think it's a sleeve of their resilience. Yeah? Yeah, I do. I think like they they can like, they're just so flexible and so patient. Definitely. And I, I think this is what this van encompasses is all those things yeah well it has so much character so much style and then when things go wrong as as they do with <laughs> no matter whether you have a brand new van build a multi-million dollar earth roamer anything like those are still built by people there are parts within those that fail i've seen it and uh and amy and kayla have managed to navigate that better than anyone else i've ever met yeah because like when something fails on my van I get Whew, upset. I don't, you don't want to be there. I get really <laughs> upset. I mean, it depends on the situation, but there are certain things that I've, uh, you know, I built it myself. And when I'm in there troubleshooting and I've navigated this a bunch of times and for the eighth time in a row, your water system is leaking and failing and you're just out there in, in the middle of the desert trying to troubleshoot it. I mean, I have a threshold and I'm at it a lot. And Amy and Caleb, yeah. they can just shrug that off and they're just like, I'll just use water out of my water tank, man. It just doesn't matter. Yeah. And I'm yeah. just like, oh, man, they're so right. Because yeah. it doesn't matter. And we, you know, like one of the biggest things you learn in van life or nomadic travel is like how to, you, you should learn. And if you haven't, you probably have started and stopped immediately. But you have to be highly adaptable to change because anything could change at any possible moment. But I think Amy and Caleb navigate that like with a smile and, yeah. and the best positive attitude I've ever seen of anyone. And that's so inspiring. Yeah. And I think too, their frustration tolerance is the best I've ever seen. And I think that's the key to living in a van mm -hmm. is to have really good frustration tolerance and not just let it loose and get jambled up and, it's something that you and I can always work on. Yeah, we definitely have a threshold. <laughs> oh, we and, feed into each other too much, I yeah. think. Yeah, <laughs> I, I inspire to be more like them in that way, for sure. Yeah. So you just got to live in Santiago for a bit more. <laughs> <laughs> There'd be a lot of things in Santiago that I would have to fix immediately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, okay, so also talking about Santiago... Um, we even had a movie night in here. We did. And we were going to use the projector screen. And instead... Oh, he's he's lighting up another one. This oh. one's for Caleb. Wow. The other one was for Amy. Wow. Okay. Well. We're smoking with their Snoop Dogg lighter out of their favorite bowl. We gotta, we're really trying to get in the ambiance of Amy and Caleb here. Yeah, this is them. This is not something we normally do. This is for the overtake podcast. Their, overtake their No, van. no, no. Like, smoking out of a bowl. 
packing weed like we didn't even know how to operate this stuff we had to send them a video and they just made fun of us so anyway yeah. we've learned we've adapted and here yeah. we are we are amy and caleb <laughs> <laughs> my dreads are coming in they're yeah. just little buds yeah <laughs> that'd be actually really good but yeah so we had movie night in here and that was like super fun we just set up our laptop and then just had the dogs all in here and yeah. then after that we had dog slumber parties so Kane slept over. Bryce did not want to participate. So it was just me and the dogs. No, I wanted to have the best sleep of my life in my van. Yeah. Which also brings me <laughs> to the point of this. So I've been sleeping now in their van. Oh, man. How many days has it been? Has four, it been four, four days? Four or five. Yeah. And um, that is the longest time we've been apart, like sleeping wise, in two and a half years. How crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that, that is a long time. Yeah, we've been actually relishing in the space where we can kind of be in separate spaces with doors closed where we don't, like, see each other. And that's actually been really nice. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's been mostly the workday stuff. Yeah. Where, like, I, I feel like at night I would sleep no different, you know, if Jen was in there. Like, I don't need the whole bed. Like, I'm still sleeping in my little, like, part of the bed. And, yeah. like, none of my routine changes other than during the workday. Jen doesn't have to listen to me talk for eight hours. And she can, like, listen to her music and play videos and do whatever she wants and play with the dogs and not worry about me being in meetings. So it's probably awesome. Yeah. And also at nighttime, I can just fart freely. Yeah. The farts, I'm sure. Yeah. I don't get made fun of or <laughs> shamed. I just can let it free. Sorry, I farted in your van a lot. <laughs> That podcast has a high level of shame. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think that's been really fun. I, I've i really enjoyed our time. And obviously, we've been respecting the space. So we haven't, we've only ate their chip crumbs and found their speaker to make this podcast. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I don't know. Well, we've searched through a lot of books for nude photos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> oh, man. Um... I'm just trying to think what the next Jen is going through her list. I'm going or... through my list because I want to make sure that I hit all the points that we have um, talked about. Oh, yeah. Okay. So the other challenging thing uh, with the dogs is, so our dog, Kane, he's a very fragile boy and he's the sweetest BB and he's so good, but he gets a little rough when he plays, uh, mostly we think he's playing rough because he has a torn ACL right now that we're trying to baby um, until October. So we've been having to try to figure out different play styles so everyone can be happy. Yeah, that's him. I don't know if you can hear him whimpering in the background. All the dogs are whimpering to get in on this action. <laughs> yeah, that's we're, we're trying to do another ultra marathon race. I don't know if you've ever listened to this podcast before, but we were on it uh, a couple of times kind of talking about that journey. And, uh, and now we're doing another one and that's why we're down here in Colorado. And, uh, we, we postponed Kane's surgery till after, since he's going to be out of commission for at least two months, maybe three, maybe even four, depending on how the healing process goes. And, um, yeah, we, we wanted to make sure that uh, everything was in line and it wasn't going to be, I guess it was going to be the right time for the surgery, you know? Yeah. But what I was going to say was what we had been doing is putting Kane in the van so then we could throw the ball for Kona and Jet and they can have their romp in time 
And today I figured out, okay, how can we make it more inclusive? So I decided that I'm going to throw the ball for Kona and then I'm going to hold on to Kane's collar, let Kona run and get the ball because then he kind of zooms around with it and then lets me know when he's done and he'll drop it. Then I'll let Kane run to it, let Kane run around with the ball so he feels like he wins. And then I also just throw Jet his own ball. <laughs> or a rock. <laughs> or a rock, however he wants to be entertained. Yeah. Well, that's good. You adapted to their play style and now, uh, now we have a system. Yes. That's, that's great. So everyone can feel happy. Okay, we're going to go manage the dogs real quick because they're just having a hard time out there. Kane, don't eat their food. If that's the only reason you wanted to come in and I... you're whimpering for that, I'm going to be pissed. You're such a little spoiled buddy. So the other fun thing that we've been doing for the dogs, which now is, I think only lasted two days, but I thought it was fun, was making a dog fortress. I would line the couches up and then put blankets and put little uh, clothespins on them so then the wind wouldn't blow it away so they could all lay in the fortress for shade. Uh, they didn't really like it. They didn't yeah. want to like lay in there. What well, Sometimes they would lay in there and sleep because it's been like pretty hot out and so th they would have to shelter in there and then shelter other, in place other times they would come out and just like lay in the dirt and then just like yeah. get to the point where they're panting aggressively and then we're like hey you gotta get out of the sun dude like yeah. i don't understand that level or they would like cycle their beds where it'd be like kane would be on his bed jet would be like on the couch and then kona would be in the dirt or something and then it would swap where jet was on kane's bed yeah. uh Kane was in the dirt and Kona was on the couch and it would just like cycle through that. So I just showed how good they are as a team. They can yeah. share, yeah. except for Kane with toys. Yeah, they just steal <laughs> each other's toys is really yeah. what it comes down to. Well, the other thing I kind of want to touch base on, because I forget that we haven't been here for millions of years. Uh-huh. We've only been here for like a week. Uh-huh. And before that, we were staying with Bryce's parents. So this is the first time in a while now that we've actually been back in our van, in a routine, and more connected with nature. How has that, like, been feeling for you? You know, I, I really miss it. Like, it, it's one thing if you have your own house, which we had thir for 13 years, and you can, like, kind of settle, put your stuff away, put it in cupboards, that sort of thing. Like, they, your possessions have places. It's another thing if you're living under the roof of someone else, whether it's your parents or others or a motel or an Airbnb, and you just don't feel like you can put any of your stuff away. It's kind of this temporary endeavor. And then you just kind of bring everything in and put it on any flat surface you can find and just kind of just have chaos, especially split between the van and another place. Yeah, you don't know hard. where anything is. And it's like that sort of thing, just day to day where I'm like, where is this? Where is that? Where is this? on and on and on it drives me insane I, I go a little crazy and so um it, it's very nice like i love my parents property i love staying with them it, it's worked out great they've been super you know um generous to us uh but it's it's also like whether it's there or a motel like it, it just is hard to operate in the van yeah um so i'm very excited to be back out and i love colorado it's like prime time Colorado. We're getting to do all the mountains, like getting to see the views. It's it's epic and beautiful and amazing, and I really missed it. Yeah, I really love our routine in the van, and I love that we can just get right back into it. 
uh, because I feel like at home, it just kind of throw. I mean, it's still there somewhat, but, mm-hmm. like, it's just thrown off. And I feel like we just have a system kind of dialed in where it's like, okay, we know this part of the day that we do these things, and then... For sure. You know, I don't know. I just... I, it makes me feel normalized. Yeah, which is hard when you're nomadic. And, and yeah. Jen had mentioned something about nature, and I think that that's something really special that Amy and Caleb talk about a lot in their podcast. But, like, when you're in a house, and even though we know these things, we as soon as we're back in a house, we fall victim to it pretty often, where you just, like, you don't get your morning light, you don't get your nighttime light, you're just kind of not out in nature as much. Like, there's a lot of those things where in a van or nomadic life, you're literally forced to do a lot of stuff outside, work outside, like work out, do chores, uh, whatever, walk the dogs. And you're just like chopping wood. You just, I don't know. You just feel a little bit more grounded with nature and alive. Yeah. Well, it was just really nice because even at home we mentioned like, wow, we just haven't like really looked up at the sky like, at the stars and stuff, or even in the daytime, like, at the clouds. Yeah. And when we got back out here, I now have found myself looking up more and being like, wow, I'm just so amazed, or, like, watching the moon rise, and yeah. then every night realizing, like, the moon rises in a different location <laughs> at different times. It's not like the sun where it's predictable, and you just get a little bit more um, in tune with it. Uh-huh. And the other night with that, like golden moon that was just rising over the mountain oh, that was and then so cool. going into the clouds yeah. was just so magical and I and I really do like that we can see or at least be present when the sun is rising we don't get up too early to like see the sunrise unless we're somebody a 14er <laughs> and also get to like see the see the moon rise so I feel like mm-hmm. we get on a better like circadian rhythm and like Definitely. internal clock so I don't feel so like drug out or, well, I'm drugged out right now. But yeah, like, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. But, like, uh, I don't even want to say the term anymore. I lost it. Yeah, it's uh, well, but it's just easier to fall asleep and wake up yeah. like, once your rhythm is set. And uh, my rhythm, even during the summer, by bus. it, like, it gets off. Like, I don't know what it is about being in a house, but I, I have not yet figured out that rhythm in a house, and I know a lot of the famous podcasters and influential people in the fitness space talk a lot about like, all right, you wake up, you stare at the sun for, you know, five minutes. And then before you go to bed, you do this and that. And there's all these like, like weird rules to it, but it's just like unnatural and you're going out of your way to go do it. And I've done it and it just is not a fun way to start your day or and enjoy it. Well, you don't get to actually appreciate like the rhythm of the earth. Right, yeah. Like yeah. you're more forcing yourself to get into it than like the <laughs> Jed is just Jet will not crazy. stop parking. Um but let me finish this thought. So yeah, you just you get into the rhythm of earth and it actually feels good and right. you are more enticed by it because you actually get to appreciate the beauty and appreciate what it does for you. Um, and I, I really am so happy. I think honestly, it's probably why I'm happier now. I mean, there's a lot of things around nature. We're with our friends, even though they're not here, but we're around their things. Yeah. And it's just, we're on a routine, but also like majority of our day is outside. Yeah. And there's no light pollution. Yeah. Like you can see the stars where we're from in the flat part C or place C. 
It's no, not not here. But anyway, where where we originated from? It is like oh my god, not this actual location. That's the, planet. That's part or place Z. Yeah, that's the last place you want yeah, to be. Yeah, Z could be if you're going by Caleb's uh, alphanumeric code for places teacher. he wants. Like it's to F. Stay. It's F. It's F. Right. Oh yeah. It's, yeah. Sure. Yeah, so anyway, like, te- teacher's grade, it'd be an F. Um, yeah. Anyway, there's, like, so much light pollution, you can't see the stars, you can't see anything, and it's, it, so it's hard to really be in tune with that stuff, and out yeah. here, it's like, you look up, and it's just a, like, it's a fireworks show in the morning and night, you know, or evening, and then it's, like, this amazing blast of lights, and you get to look up, like, even last night, I was just looking up, because the moon was down, and you could see so many stars and constellations, and you could actually see the Milky Way. It was so cool. So cool. Okay, we gotta go. Yeah, we gotta handle jet. Jet. Uh, One second. All right, we've reconvened. All the dogs are inside. Jet, jet, is jet could not stop barking. <laughs> he's currently licking my legs. I think he just wanted to be part of this. Maybe they do put him in here when they do the podcast. Oh, maybe they do. Maybe they were telling, like, he was telling us, like, hey. Yeah. I'm missing. Yeah, I, like, I I should be in there to record this. I contribute a lot to their conversations, and Kona's just chilling now on the bed, so he's happy. But so we had found that Jet has um, very good communication skills. Seventy percent of the time, he is telling you that he needs to do something. Thirty percent of the time, I think it's just filler. <laughs> <laughs> and, and with that said, we've came up with a few nicknames for Jet. Yes. So, um, when Jet is horny, we call him Jeff for Jet Free Dahmer because he's like. No, no, no. Those are two separate nicknames. Oh, oh, sorry. Okay, we have three nicknames. Yeah. Then. Okay. Yeah. So Jeff is just when he's just basically horny. Yeah, and and that's when he gets all rapey and starts trying to hump Kane and other other and like peepees. Yeah, and... uh, it just it's kind of endless and gross. And then uh, Jetry Dahmer is when he's in, like, serial killer mode. And that, oh, that's yeah. when he's like, if you don't give me a ball or food or take me on a W or whatever it or might I be. Or I get exhausted on the W, you have to pick him up <laughs> and carry him, like, half miles at a time. And he'll go through the phase of trying to bite your hand off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's Jet, that's jet Free. Jet, jet Free Dahmer. Yeah. That's serial killer mode. That's when yeah. he's like, I'm going to get mine and I don't care who suffers. Yeah, and then the other one is El Jefe when he's too spicy. Like oh yes yeah yeah <laughs> often too spicy for, for this podcast yeah. this is a tame podcast we can't yeah. have too much spice no one's spiced out here yeah this is a mild level of spice yeah. we're aiming for yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man but yeah so jet's been great too i know i think maybe they've been a little worried how he has been like communitively mm-hmm. or communicationly wise um but otherwise he's been good most of the day it's only around certain times of the day where he's like hey i'm here and you're like oh yeah that's right yeah it's mostly when we can't problem solve what like character he is in yes you know because when he's just jet he's just chilling he's like in a chair sleeping no one messes with him because he's just like out of this bit like earth (laughs) yeah and then it's when he all of a sudden takes on one of those other personas and you're like oh what is he really after right now and it might be something simple like i want your food yeah i want that ball and you're like you can't have my food (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
can't have my ball. <laughs> I want to lay over on that part of the sunshine. Yeah. Even though you're already in the sunshine. I want to lay in Kane's bed. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just barking at you endlessly, and then you let him off leash, and he walks over and lays in Kane's bed. Yeah. And that's what he wanted the whole time, and you're like... Yeah. How did I know that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, the last thing I kind of want to touch on with the dogs is they are so good all together traveling in a vehicle. They are. They're great. We had to take all of them into town a few times and they all just found their spot mm -hmm. and were able to just ride chill and hang out in the van. Even like we went out to dinner yeah. and we just left all the dogs in the van and they just hung out. Like, yeah, yeah there was really no good. problem. They were really good. Which, you know... We only have one dog, mm -hmm. but spoiler alert, we might have two. At some point, there's there's At a bun point. in the oven. Yeah, so we gotta. <laughs> this is good practice for our space, mm -hmm. um, because I feel like Jet and Kona might add up to the size of the dog. That we like. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so this has been a good, a really good trial run, and ah, oh, this this week has just been really amazing. Even though I know we're we're doing it. A thing for someone but it has not felt like that it just felt like so easy mm -hmm. and part of the routine and we got to even have our own separation and reset ourselves so it's been really good intentional time i agree yeah completely agree yeah so i guess i don't know anymore you want to talk about closing thoughts i will say I appreciate everything Amy and Caleb have brought to our life. I I enjoy so much that they've kind of brought us in and like almost mentored us in this lifestyle a little bit. Because when yeah. we first met them, we'd only been living on the road for what was it like a uh, six months? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, and I know you round up for a year, but like five five years. It was like <laughs> I think it was like six months, and they. They'd already been doing it for a year and a half. And then um, that first night we met them, we met Sarah. And she's like already been doing it for, was it two years at that point? Something yeah, like that. She's a beast. And and just <laughs> like, we we met everyone and it was just amazing that uh, we were all able to connect and, and come together and kind of like learn from each other. But like, I especially appreciate everything that Amy and Caleb have brought because mm -hmm. it was, it would have just been a completely different path in our life had we not met you guys and sarah and anyone else out at pump station if we would have just like when we were driving out there and we saw a prison in an airport and just decided that <laughs> we thought it was going to be a one-nighter this is not for us right this is dangerous yeah, get in get out you're by yeah. the border you know and we're from the north so that's pretty sketchy for us um and then all of well, a sudden you just yeah. meet some of like the best people you've ever met in your whole life. You know, like, like yeah. you just, it's unexpected and I'm just so happy it occurred. Yeah. I love that they had texted us once or Amy had thoughts of now she can understand how people can fall in love so fast. Oh, what? I've never heard that. That's so <laughs> <Yeah>. cute. <laughs> yeah. She can understand like, um, those types of relationships now because it is, it's crazy. I, I mean, these, these people that, I mean, in time scheme comparison to how long we've been living mm -hmm. really haven't been a part of our life that long, but they feel like, or they've came in with such an impact that they've like transcended all those years and gave us so much experience and love and comfort yeah. that time stopped. It didn't matter like how much time there was. 
Well, I completely agree. And, and there's, I think there's a difference too, between the quality time you get, like, you know, we had this rare opportunity where we're living as like this intentional community out in the desert and you get to kind of like live near people intentionally, like if you want to, or if it just, if you don't mesh or you need your own space or whatever the case is that day, that week, that year, like you can just kind of move on and move mm -hmm. out of the spot. Or, you know, in our case, like we make like a van triangle and we all just like get as close as possible. Yeah. But like through that process, we have so much like time, physical time together that people in, at least in my experience in my hometown, we don't get like all my friends are so busy that like you get a couple hours on a weekend here and there to see them. Yeah. And the sort of time that we're talking about, like I haven't had that sort of time to, to really spend with new people since college or, you know, high school, right? Yeah. Like we didn't have any other opportunities or there was just like, there's nothing else going on or you had a part-time job, mm -hmm. whatever the case was. And out here, it's like, it's just so rare that you get that. And then you, you mesh with these people and you're like, you're all so excited about all the, the differences. And then you're discussing all these different topics and like, it's, it's just so fun. Like it is yeah. really, really unique and fun and special. And uh, like the, the nomadic life gave us that opportunity that we would have never had without it. And I, I like, I thank it. I think that, you know, somehow it brought us to meet all you guys and be on this podcast and like all these rare opportunities. Like it's just so special. Yeah. So we, we value our time with everyone and we definitely appreciate the amount of changes they've made to us as people. And I, when we go home, I, I try to keep hold of that and yeah. that growth. Cause it, it is hard when you go back home cause you can kind of morph back into your old self. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, it's just been a blissed out time here in Santiago. <laughs> <laughs> in Colorado in general, I can yeah. see, I can see why everyone loves the state so much. You know, there's, there's so much to offer, right? There's like, I can see why it was the healthiest state. I can see, see why the average person you meet at the grocery store is like, has so many cool things going on in their life. Yeah. Like it's really unique where you go to Colorado and it's like, if you just pulled random people, they're like, they're out there biking, hiking. Like they're just doing stuff in the outdoors where at least where we're from, it's just, that's, that's uncommon because there's just not that much to see or do. Or really time because of the seasons. Like yeah. if, if you're not into winter and winter's your hunker down time, um, it really changes a lot. But like, it's one thing if you have winter in Colorado or with elevation where people can ski and adventure and camp and do things, but where we're from like a highway overpass is some of the highest elevation in our area within like 40 miles. So it's, yeah. it, it's like, it's really extreme, you know, it's so flat. So when you, when you have like, you know, eight months or seven months of winter, it comes with roaring winter storms and wind all the time. And, uh, it's, it's just not the same, I guess is what I'm trying to say. The winter sports, there, not exciting. Yeah. <laughs> We got a little removed in a tangent. I think when our trigger word for us is home and yeah. winter and... <laughs> yeah, all right, we'll stay away from that one. 
<laughs> Anyways. Okay, so reroute. But, yes, the, the van life and all of the friends and people we've met on the road have definitely impacted us a lot and have changed us more than we know, and we're so grateful. And on that note, we're grateful that Amy and Caleb are gone so we can take over their van. no we really miss you we hope you come back and i really look forward to the next few weeks that we have in colorado and i hope we have some good sarah time at her new house yeah i hope you have some good girl time you guys have some good boy time and i'm also excited for you guys to hear what amy and caleb have been up to and I'm also excited to hear what they've been up to. Yeah, they're going to have some crazy stories. Look forward to their next podcast. Yeah, if if this one ever airs. Yeah, if it doesn't, no one cares. <laughs> then, then, yeah. That's... <laughs> All right, well, I guess we should probably say goodbye to the masses. All right, well, thank you for tuning in to Untitled Life Project. You, you, you meshed ours together. What? Thanks for tuning in to the Untitled Fan Life Podcast. It's not fan life, oh, though. Oh, shit. Untitled. Thanks. <laughs> Hold on. Thanks for tuning in to the Untitled Life Podcast. There you go. Yeah. Wow, you sounded just like Amy. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Wow. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. And I hope that this conversation enticed you enough to keep listening through this whole part so you could hear me say goodbye and we did a lot of minnesota goodbyes now and i feel like this is pretty good oh my god all right later (laughs) okay peace